following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan, it's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. You ready? Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. 19 stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to the free stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. And you can listen live anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. Inside this hour, we'll preview Michigan, Alabama. Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com will join us. Anthony Bellino from X's and Bros. Heard weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on the Michigan Sports Network. And Doug Karsh, who is the radio voice of Michigan football. Doug Skeen will check in later from the Michigan Football Podcast at TheWolverine.com. Five-time Big Ten champion and also Jim Brandstatter. We do have our Honolulu Maize and Blue. Huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Will Michigan take care of business and beat Alabama on Monday? You can answer that question. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. You can also opt in. On the HUGE text chain, text the word HUGE to 21,000. Before this broadcast is over, we will hear from Lomas Brown, Josh Garvey, our annual and weekly conversation in regards to the Lions clinching the NFC North, home playoff, game or games plural, and the matchup with the Cowboys. On Saturday night in Dallas, Lomas Brown, Josh Garvey, the managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew's West Michigan office in downtown GR. They'll join me before we're done. Speaking of the game on Saturday night, if you're listening on the game 730 a.m. where we're back live weekdays at 3. I've been saying this for a long time with my friends from the Preston family. I'm going to have a huge watch party at Preston's Bar, downtown Grand Ledge, Saturday night, 8 o'clock. So if you're in the Lansing area or you're going to be traveling through, hit the Grand Ledge exit on 96. You can join me for the Lions and the Cowboys. It's a great belly-up old-school bar. Vic, Lanny, the mama, they do a great job running that place. 
Preston family, as good as any family I've ever met in my life, so I'll be there. I've been saying that for like a decade. Hey, I'm going to get down there. We're going to watch a game with the Lansing area listeners. And then I thought with the celebration of back live on the game, 7.30 a.m., weekdays had three. Hey, I'll be in the Lansing area in Grand Ledge at Preston's Bar in downtown Grand Ledge on Saturday night. So if you want to answer that Honolulu blue, well, Honolulu maize and blue, huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Will Michigan take care of business on Monday in the Rose Bowl and move on to the national championship game in Houston against the winner of Texas and Washington? You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Let's go talk about Michigan-Alabama. Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com. He is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? Doing great, brother. Just uh, had some interviews this morning with the Michigan and Alabama players and coaches. And uh, first day of uh, really getting after it, man. Should be a fun one on Monday. So what's the vibe? Because uh, you've traveled with Michigan, big games, conference road games, non-conference. What's your feel right now early there in California from the Michigan side, from the team, support staff? What vibe are you getting? Yeah, it's funny because you get different vibes from different people down here listening to Jesse Minner talk. And, you know, there's a lot of coach speed going on, but Michigan's defensive coordinator said, you know, there are matchup problems all over the field. They've got great speed. He talked about the elite track speed of their receivers and how good their backs are. And uh, the numbers don't really back it up that, uh, that this is some kind of a juggernaut Alabama offense, but they have players. And when they play at their best and they, they reach their ceiling, then this is a good football team. And, he did say he thought this would, would be the best offensive football team that Michigan faced this year. And a lot of that's based on potential and, and where guys were rated. They've got a, a right tackle or a left tackle, actually, uh, a true freshman that has struggled at times this year, and they've had to chip with uh, sending another blocker over there to help him out. So that's something Michigan has seen on film. But uh, Michigan players like Rod Moore, the safety, he said, you know, I, you know, SEC speed is, you know, just it's all talk. He said everybody's got speed. And, we're not concerned. And Mason Graham, uh, Michigan's defensive tackle, said, yeah, they're big. You just use your technique and your leverage, and they feel pretty confident. So uh, I think they came out here to win this game, Bill. They're a little bit embarrassed about how the last two have gone. And what Moore said is that they do not want to be have that legacy of being the team that lost three college football playoff games in a row. So uh, it's great beating Ohio State three times in a row, like he said. But this is what they've been after all year. This is what they came back for, and they've been preparing pretty hard for this moment. What do you think? When you look at Alabama, what they have, you know what Michigan has. The line on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board is uh, hovered right there around one, which is basically a coin flip game, and it comes down to big plays in a big game. I mean, we can use all the sports cliches, but when you line up the strengths of Michigan versus the strengths of Alabama, Chris, who do you give the edge to? Yeah, I think it's going to be a lower-scoring game probably in the 20s. I think defenses are going to be probably in control here. I don't like Michigan's receivers against Alabama's secondary, and I don't think anybody does. If you look at what they've got back there, three all-SEC performers and a couple guys are going to be drafted in the first round, that's going to be tough. Uh, Getting off the line of scrimmage is going to be key there, and that's something that a lot of teams have not respected Michigan with 
this year. And then, and then Michigan's offensive line, Carson Barnhart was banged up. We've talked to some people. Uh, he's back and he's healthier, but now he's playing inside. And you've got guys like Trent A. Jones and Ladarius Henderson who have struggled in pass protection at times this year on the edges. Miles Hinton as well, uh, going against a pair of defensive tackles, defensive ends that are going to be able to get the quarterback. And we saw how it changed the Michigan approach in the Penn State game. Frankly, it changed their entire game plan after the second series because they couldn't block Robinson. So that's why they ended up running 32 straight times. I don't think they're going to be able to get away with that against this football team that is uh, better defensively even than Penn State, which is a a good defensive football team. There are times, though, that they break down and and they've got the players, but they're out of position. So if Michigan can maybe go break tendency here and get a couple of big plays, loosen loosen them up a little bit, I think they'll have a better chance to move the ball. And then they've got to use J.J. McCarthy. Bill, you and I have talked about this many times, that use his feet, do whatever you can to get him involved in the game plan because he's one of your best athletes. You need to stress that defense with 11 guys, not just 10. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us here on the huge show across Michigan from California, getting ready uh, for Michigan-Alabama on Monday. Full coverage around the clock at the Wolverine.com. Uh, uh, who are players that uh, this could be their moment that they springboard into next year, that whether it's the semifinal game on Monday in the Rose Bowl, or if Michigan advances to the national championship game, uh, this playoff uh, that could launch uh, another Michigan name with the fans. Yeah, you know what? I think this is a big one for Junior Colson, uh, Michigan's inside linebacker, and, and there's so much stress on the inside linebackers here. Mike Barrett's had a good year. Junior Colson's been up and down. He's been playing with a broken bone in his hand for most of the year. He had a big cast on it today. I asked him, I said specifically, uh, is that thing going to get smaller before the game? And he said, no, it's going to get bigger. So he's going to be playing with a club on his hand again. And uh, it's tough to bring down a guy like Jalen Milrow, Alabama's quarterback, with one hand. Uh, so, you know, what he's done out there with that big club on his hand has been pretty impressive but he's a guy that I think if they do decide to spy Milrow uh, he's got the speed he's got the ability the sideline to sideline ability that few Michigan linebackers have had maybe a Larry Foote type several years ago that uh, that can really get some things done and really if he decides to come back next year and I think he was probably leaning towards that uh, we talked to him we talked to Rod Moore about that possibility they said yes it's definitely a possibility that we'll be back next year and I think that could really help him and move up, move up on draft boards next year. I think right now he'd be you know, somewhere in the middle rounds, but uh, he's got the size and the speed if he has a great game uh, in the Rose Bowl to really help his stock. So um, some of the young receivers – too. Uh, you know, a guy like Donovan Edwards really needs to redeem himself uh, at running back, and I think that if they could use him out of the backfield a little bit. He's not had the type of year that people had hoped he would have. The knee injury maybe hindered him a little bit. He seems to be running tentatively, but they've got to get their athletes out there, and he could have a, the type of game that could really kind of redeem his entire season. He's had his moments, but uh, has really been held in check most of the year when a lot of people thought he would break out. So this is going to be an opportunity for him to in my opinion, on the biggest stage to really show what he can do. Uh, Harbaugh, in his first comments, uh, said his focus is on the game. Again, (laughs) reports say that the Chargers are prepared to open uh, their wallets, which they haven't really done uh, with coaches or with, you know, anybody beyond players in the history of that franchise. Uh, Could this be Harbaugh's last game or possibly last two games at Michigan? Sure. 
Absolutely. He's got an agent now in Don Yee who's got NFL ties. You don't hire a guy like that unless you have some some serious uh, you know, thoughts about going back to the NFL. And um, I'm not saying he's going to. I'm not saying it's a done deal. But to, to say it's not a possibility uh, would be naive at this point. He has flirted with it in the past. If it's L.A., they've got a terrible salary cap situation. Uh, a lot of people don't believe that he would be able to put a, an elite staff around him because they don't think they would open up the wallet that much, especially if they spend that much on a head coach. But some of the numbers being thrown around out there are not accurate, though. I don't believe the $10 million or the 10-year $125 million deal. I still think it's a shorter contract that Michigan has offered him. I think that his agent is probably using that to posture to get better offers from NFL teams, which is another indication that okay, Harbaugh is at least seriously considering the NFL, and he's asking his agent to to at least look around for him. So we'll see what what possibilities open up. That's really the one right now. The Raiders, um, with Pierce right now, seem to be doing pretty well. They like their interim guy. Uh, The Bears are playing better. So, But there will be other ones that open up. And the fact that he has not signed his contract yet is pretty indicative, right, Bill, that uh, he wants to see what else is out there. Chris Ballas of TheWolverine.com joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line from California talking about Michigan and Alabama. J.J. McCarthy, you know, we talk about who's the next player to splash with the fans, but I kind of lean towards the Michigan defense and their speed to not give up the edge uh, to Milrow, the rushing QB, and for Uh J.J. McCarthy uh, to have a Columbus, Ohio-like game for Michigan at quarterback for the Wolverines to win. Yeah, and he's healthy now. He had a, a deep knee bruise, I think it was, for quite a few games there, Penn State and Maryland, and you could tell he was just a – he just wasn't J.J. McCarthy out there. He looked better against Ohio State and was moving better, still wasn't 100%. He will be 100% in this game, and he is the kind of guy that is a difference maker. And Minter talked about that today, about those guys are the ones that can make the second play. When a play breaks down, keeps the eyes downfield, it breaks down. We saw Lamar Jackson do it against San Francisco. Uh, he kind of talked about that a little bit, and he said this is a guy that, hey, if uh, if it's not there and the first, second, third reads aren't there, you're scrambling and you can still make a big play. Those are the kinds of guys that can win you ball games, and I think that McCarthy is that kind of guy, and he's shown it. Uh, he kind of showed it again against Michigan State as well. They were never going to lose that football game, but a lot of those plays he made were not designed to go where they did on third downs and third and longs. So if he has that type of a game, and if he has the kind of game that he is capable of playing and avoids the big mistakes that he had last year against TCU and doesn't try to force anything, he could be the difference maker in this game. I think it's certainly possible. So I've got Alabama winning a close one, Bill. But uh, if J.J. McCarthy were to go off and play like the Heisman candidate he was in the middle of the year, now that he's healthy, certainly Michigan can win this football game. Yeah, and I, I don't know if you're going to get into this. Uh, J.J. throws for 300-plus yards against that Alabama defense. I kind of right. look at this game after watching a couple of Alabama games on the DVR. I, I think going into this game kind of has the feel that Michigan had – when they were going to Penn State. I know they didn't have, have Harbaugh, and they had a ton of off-the-field drama going on, but from a pure football standpoint, I really think what they were able to do at Penn State, this kind of feels like the type of game it will be against Alabama. Yeah, hopefully they won't run it 32 times in a row, though, because I don't think they'll be able to get away with that against this team. They've got two good ends, not just one, and I don't think that they're the, – the, obviously the Alabama offense is better than the Penn State offense, which couldn't move the ball across the street. 
against Michigan in that football game with Drew Allar. Jalen Milrow, it provides a different dynamic with his feet. He's not, you know, everybody's making him out to be Michael Vick, and he's not that, but he was top 10 for the Heisman. The guy throws a better pass than people give him credit for, and he's 6'3", 220 pounds, 225 pounds, and runs like a running back. So that's something that Michigan hasn't seen this year. If they get to the end of the backfield, you got to bring them down. And like Minner said, it's like you got to tackle them like you're tackling Derrick Henry, not, you know, you can't push him out of bounds. You got to make that play. You got to tackle him like he's a running back because that's essentially what he is. So uh, I think they're going to have to mix it up a little bit more than that and break tendency more than anything, Bill. Like, uh, go, go out there and in some formations that you've shown and, they're expecting one thing, hit them with something else, and and go that route. I think that's the way they're going to move the ball on Alabama, and hopefully they have their best game plan of the year and one that's been much better than the last two years they've been down there in the playoff. Uh, the health of this Michigan football team going into Monday's semifinal matchup with Alabama, where are they at in terms of yep. injuries, recovery time, and who could be back or who's out? Yeah, much better. Uh, Zach Zinter will obviously miss the game, and that's huge. I don't think people understand how good he is as an offensive guard. Now, Barnhart's okay and pretty good in there and better at guard than he was at tackle, but that's a loss. There's no question about it. And uh, But Barnhart is better. He had issues with his hips, I heard, earlier this year, and which really hindered him. Uh, Junior Colson, like I said, has that big club on his hand, but he's going to play through it. And other than that, everybody is getting closing in on or, or at 100%. So this will be as healthy as Michigan's been in a while. They needed the rest. They've kind of taken it a little bit easier rather than hitting as much as they did the last couple of years, and they're hopeful that that will have them ready to beat Alabama. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us from Pasadena, getting set for Monday's Rose Bowl. Total team coverage uh, leading up to the game, during the game, and after the game at the Wolverine Dot com. Chris, appreciate the update. Anytime, my friend. Thanks for having me. All right, Chris Bell is checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. We do have our Honolulu Maize and Blue. Huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. What's your vibe on Monday at the Rose Bowl? You can join us on 866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE uh, to 21,000. Also, I want to invite everybody uh, who loves hoops. If you want to get in on the action, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app here during uh, the holiday weeks. They've got you covered for all your basketball bets, plus a special present for new customers. And this is a nice gift during the holidays, even with Christmas Uh, Behind us, new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code HUGE when they sign up will get 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting five bucks on basketball. Simple and easy. Also, you can upgrade your bet slip this NBA season with DraftKings' new and improved Same Game Parlay Anywhere feature. Now you can build Same Game Parlays anywhere without any additional steps needed. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to experience all the new features, including live parlay leg tracking, player pages, and more. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers will get that 150 instantly in bonus bets if they bet just $5 on basketball. 
That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you sign up with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. 21 and up. Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. Anthony Bellino from X's and Bros, which is heard weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on the Michigan Sports Network. We'll get his thoughts on the matchup with Saban and Harbaugh. He'll join us next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Ring in the new year and get game day deals with One Stop at Meyer. Shop extra large avocados for 99 cents each. Select Coca-Cola, Pepsi, 7-Up, or Dr. Pepper products. Buy two, get one free. Plus deposit where applicable. And select Lay's party size chips or poppables, two for $6. Plus, pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Cheer on your favorite team and celebrate the new year when you shop quality and One Stop at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's the Snowfall Lucky Draw. Every Saturday in December, select the lucky ornament from the holiday tree for the chance to take home your share of over $400,000 in prizes. It's the Snowfall Lucky Draw. Every Saturday in December, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. A reminder... Don't forget on Monday, 5 o'clock, I'm hosting a huge big screen. 
Bash, Michigan, Alabama. On the big screen at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids. Get your tickets right now at CelebrationCinema.com. They have six different locations across the state showing them. I think three in Grand Rapids, Studio Park, Downtown GR, Cinema Carousel, Muskegon, I think Holt in the Lansing area. And I'm missing one. Oh, I said Cinema Carousel, Muskegon, three in Grand Rapids, Holt, and I think uh, Kalamazoo. So just go to CelebrationCinema.com and join the huge show for Michigan, Alabama on the big, uh, big screen Monday. At 5 o'clock at Celebration Cinema North in GR. Let's go talk about the game. Anthony Bellino from Exus and Bros. Heard weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on the Michigan Sports Network. I know you hear him in Grand Rapids on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game. Also, Petoskey, Charlevoix to the bridge on 104.7 FM and AM 1340 The Ticket. And 100.9 FM uh, The Met. In Midland Bay City and Saginaw, Anthony, the in-house TV voice and face for Michigan football, does the same thing inside uh, Ford Field. So he's loving life right now. How you doing, A.B.? Oh, huge. It's always great to be on with the huge one. My mentor, how are you, my friend? Life is good. Come on, the Lions punched their ticket, won the North. Michigan is taking on Alabama in the Rose Bowl. Could life be any better right now? And that does it. Uh, he did not. Uh, the huge meter, you got to put in more money if you want to get more time on air. We're doing a new thing where we have guests, kind of like parking meters, where you put in how much time you want to get on the show. <laughs> AB has, hasn't been on in a while. I think his phone just died. I think that was. The way it it, it died and went to a dial tone, that was, that was a really... Really good interview. I really enjoyed that interview. That was good. Uh, I don't. Do we need to have Anthony back after how good that interview was? I don't know. Huge, huge. <laughs> I mean, come on. Does it get any better than that? How are you, my friend? I, I, I'm so excited. I just hung up on you. I guess. Yeah, I, I think. And I told him that the new thing we're doing to maximize profits, courtesy of Marty Boer and the Michigan Sports Network, is guests have to hit the app and get minutes for how long they're going to be on air just like you do at some parking meters so that's pretty cool that's good i'm glad we're we're economic we're efficient we're financially responsible it's a beautiful thing yeah uh, all right so uh, we'll get to the lions in a moment but i want to start with michigan alabama on monday tell me why you like michigan to win this game uh, i like michigan to win this game if it is possible for them to go back in time and play as if they, you know, like they did against Ohio State. I think that, you know, this isn't the Alabama of old. I think that, you know, it's very difficult to shake narratives from time to time when we start to think about Alabama and Nick Saban uh, like they were a couple of years ago. Their quarterback is not the same. They don't have the same deep ball threats. You know, it's not like Jalen Waddles back there with Devontae Smith and Henry Ruggs. It's a little bit different right now uh, for Alabama. So I really like Michigan's chances defending the pass if they can generate – 
uh, the pass rush that has been so good for them, you know, throughout the course of the Big Ten season. I mean, there's a reason why uh, this team had the, the statistical data that they had to back them up. And really, you know, they got up to the quarterback with their front seven. And it's not a usual front seven like we're used to seeing where they have some big-name guys uh, like a, a David Ajabo or like a, uh, you know, Aiden Hutchinson, for example. This is much more uh, by committee, right? And I think that that actually really helps this team. I think when you look at a guy – like a Mike Sainer still in the back end, Rod Moore, some of these guys that have been around for a while. I think Michigan's experience really helps them. And for the love of God, I hope we run some sort of play action at some point in this game against Alabama because they haven't done it really at all this season. If they can get effective with the play action game, if they can get J.J. McCarthy out in space using his mobility to, to throw the football down the field, I think they got a really good chance. Anthony Bellino, he hosts X's and Bros, heard weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on the Michigan Sports Network and many of these uh, huge radio network uh, affiliates. Yeah, I think J.J. needs a big game and contain the edge on Milrow, and Michigan has a great shot uh, to leave with a victory because Vegas, DraftKings, Sportsbook app, big board, one-point game. It's basically coin flip uh, who who gets the breaks, who gets a big turnover, punt return, kick return, and a big penalty. I mean, it, I, again, I'm not rolling out every cliche I can, but it, 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 it has that huge game feel where you don't know what's going to happen. It, it really does. And, you know, for the most part, Michigan has stayed pretty mistake-free uh, football, right? They, that's what they've played basically all year long. We've had – you know, a couple fumbles, and J.J. McCarthy has the bad game against Bowling Green where he was just trying some things out and throwing the football down the field in windows he shouldn't have been. But I thought that they're much improved. Now, if the Michigan team that shows up against Iowa shows up against Alabama, they could find themselves in some trouble. Alabama does have, you know, three guys that are projected to go in the first round. Two of those play on the defensive side. The other one is an offensive tackle. So they've got, you know, this typical SEC, you know, the, the talent pool is loaded. There's a reason Alabama recruits the way that they do. And there's a reason they produce the amount of pros that they do is because they have talent on this team. It's just a little bit younger. It's a little bit more inexperienced than what we're used to seeing with Nick Saban and the Tide. So if Michigan plays uh, mistake-free football, and, and they can get that run game going, I, I like them. If they show up like they did against Iowa, where the run game didn't really work, uh, you know, they, they took them a big play on special teams, the punt return by the young freshman, Samaj Morgan. I would love to see him get the football in space. I think that he has an incredible future ahead of him. If they can do something like that, they got a good chance. If they get stymied in the run game, though, they don't really have that deep ball threat. I think they can get over the top and kind of uncork this Alabama defense. So it's going to be, uh, it's definitely going to be by committee, which is per usual for Michigan football. But establishing that ground game is going to be key, and they're going to have their hands full. You know, if Michigan's offensive line can win that line of scrimmage against Bama's, uh, you know, front seven, I think that's the matchup of the game because I have a lot of faith in JJ. I think JJ McCarthy is going to be fine. I think when you look back to last year's college football playoff, if they don't dig themselves a hole. Uh, and try to get cute at fourth and goal, have some turnovers there. He led them back and put a ton of points on the board. The defense just couldn't seem to get a stop. So I have all the confidence and faith in the world in J.J. McCarthy throwing the football. Can that offensive line withstand what Alabama's going to bring? That is the big question. Anthony Bellino from Exes and Bros joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line here in the huge shell across Michigan talking about Michigan, Alabama. He'll be out there with the Alumni Association hosting events and enjoying that game, getting some well-deserved downtime as much as hosting events is downtime. Also, Anthony is the face and voice uh, inside Ford Field, Lions home football games. You see them 
uh, before and during the game and after the game uh, on the big screens, and you hear his voice. Uh, the Lions clinching the NFC North, uh, toughest game of the year, I think, at uh, Dallas, who's been unbelievable at home. Uh, what about Saturday night, and how will the Lions finish this season? I think the Lions have a lot to play for, and I, I know some people are kind of satisfied with that NFC North. I mean, they still have an opportunity mathematically to jump up into the one seed uh, and to be able to get that by in the first week of the playoffs. And some people don't like that. I actually love it. Uh, you know, you're going to get a San Francisco game against L.A. and the Rams at the end of the year. The Rams are going to be playing for their playoff lives. So that's going to be, you know, there, there's a lot there. I love what the Lions have been able to do. It also starts up front for them. You look at Frank Ragnall, Panay Sewell, Jonah Jackson, you know, those guys, you can't talk enough about them. And the job that Brad Holmes has done, I mean, you talk about a, a next-man-up mentality here. Fatu Melanfanwu coming in for Tracy Walker, who was coming in to replace C.D. Deuce there. I mean, Melanfanwu hasn't even been healthy uh, since he's been a professional. But here he is, you know, doing, you know, his number gets called. He's doing the best job uh, that he can in order to, you know, kind of secure his place and really show you what he can offer you. And that's one of the things I've been really looking forward to seeing with him in particular because he is such a unique frame. You know, he's a huge guy. He's like 6'2". 215 pounds. He's a massive safety, a little small for a linebacker, a little big for a DB. So when they do get CD Deuce back and when they do get James Houston back, who his clock has started, they're starting to get those reinforcements. And Brad Holmes has done such a magnificent job of being able to build depth that they've been able to withstand these injuries that they've faced all season long. And of course, you know, Amon Ross St. Brown, that guy, what a gem he was. What was he, a fourth round pick, third round pick? Like, I mean, an absolute steal. And I think that what that does is that gives you a lot of faith in the ability for this, uh, this front office and this group as a whole to be able to go out there and be able to draft people accordingly so that they can, you know, kind of build their roster, you know, through the draft. Cause that's what you need to be able to do. They've done that thus far. Very pleased with what they've done. And, uh, you know, as a Lions fan, you know, for, for all of us, for a majority of our lives, like this is uh, it's a very special time and it's a historical time as well. I don't think that people really understand that, you know, winning double digit games is something that's only happened 10 times in Lions history. The franchise has been around for 90 years. So no matter what takes place and what happens next, winning 11 games is something that's only happened four times. If they win on Saturday, That'll give them 12 wins. That's only happened one other time. We're talking about franchise records here, people. So I just hope that folks understand, you know, kind of how special this season uh, has been and look forward to bringing a very ruckus crowd inside of Ford Field. That place is going to be nuts for the first postseason game there. I cannot wait. That is going to be special. Anthony Bellino obviously pumped up between uh, his connections to Michigan and the Lions. It's like the perfect uh, fall, and it's not over yet, and their biggest game's are in front of them. Anthony, safe trip out to California. We'll talk soon, okay, my man? All right, thank you. I appreciate you, my friend. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Anthony Bellino, and happy holidays to the Bellino family and everybody down at Danny's Fine Foods in Monroe in southeast Michigan. We do have our Honolulu Maize and Blue huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. What do you think goes down at the Rose Bowl Monday between Michigan and Alabama? You can join us. On the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 838 Huge. Everything huge 24 7 at thehugeshow.net. 
Welcome to the Drew World Order. Drew Hill, Friday, January 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino. There's a party on this hill. Same show, the soulful bad boy R&B. Ride the pony for a two-stepping good time. Tickets start at $45 and are on sale now at the box office or online at etix.com. Genuine. Drew Hill. Friday, January 26th at Sorry Evil Casino. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Where are you watching the Michigan-Alabama game on New Year's Day? Where you can join the huge show at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids and other Celebration Cinema locations will be showing the game. For more info, go to CelebrationCinema.com. You're listening to the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Thursday broadcast presented by Dorn Mayhew. Josh Garvey, managing shareholder of Dorn Mayhew's GR office and Lomas Brown will join me later. We'll look back at the clinching win in Minneapolis to get the NFC North Championship trophy to Detroit and also the matchup with the Cowboys on Saturday night down in Big D. All that coming up. Right now, let's welcome in Doug Karsh. He is the voice of Michigan football, sports radio guy in Detroit on the ticket. How you doing, my man? I'm good, huge. How are you? Good. You know, uh, I'm looking at this DraftKings Sportsbook app spread, staying around one. Uh, it's a coin flip game. Uh, we can all break it down, talk about it as much as we want to. But, man, I'm trying to figure out the edge for Michigan and the edge for Alabama uh, that could really help them win that game. How would you look at that on both sides of the ball? 
Well, uh, a couple of things stand out. One is the interior of Bama's offensive line. Um, if they have a weakness, that's where it is. And Michigan's defensive line, the strength is their defensive tackle spot. And I really, really like uh, that matchup from a Michigan perspective. Uh, Alabama center, the McLaughlin kid, 56, has had some problems with quarterback center exchange. Doesn't seem to have great balance. I really think that that's an area that potentially Michigan can exploit. If they don't, it could be a long day. And obviously, Jalen Milrow is a handful. Um, and then as far as Bama's concerned, you know, that's going to be the best secondary that Michigan has faced all year. They have two All-American corners. They got a true freshman safety who was an early enrollee who – when Bama played in the Sugar Bowl last year, he got on the map early as an early enrollee before he could even play a game, but went out to the bowl practices and they realized they had a player. And it turns out he's a great one uh, as a freshman and, a, and an All-American. So it's going to be the best secondary that J.J. has faced. And if you're Bama, you can do a lot with man coverage and then try and gang up and stop the run. What's impressed you the most about this team from the beginning of the season to where we are today uh, with Michigan as the overall number one seed in the college football playoff, what would be the most impressive thing to Doug Karsh? Uh, you know what, Huge? The sad part about it is this team has obviously been through a lot in terms of what people have said about them and off-the-field stuff. But it, the reality is it's the kind of team you dream of. They're incredibly unselfish. They're a veteran group. Um, Donovan Edwards, midseason, you know, somebody asked him at a press conference, you know, you're not having a great year. And Donovan said, whoa, 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 what do you mean I'm not having a great year? And he said, well, you know, your statistics. And Donovan said, we're undefeated. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, you know, we're, we're a team. We're trying to win a national Big Ten championship, a national championship. Really emphasized it wasn't about him. Um, and there's, as far as the players are concerned, there's not a lot of nonsense. Uh, the off the field stuff has obviously been a distraction, but they've just put their heads down. And, um, you know, maybe it's easier when you're that age, you know, you get to be our age and you worry about everything, <laughs> but maybe when you're a kid, you're just kind of worried about, Hey, where the post game party is or whatever. And then you're not worried about what's being said outside, but they're, Ability to react when things don't go as planned. And in this Rose Bowl game, huge things are going to go, aren't always going to go as planned. But this is a team that dealt with losing Zach Zinner midway through the Ohio State game, didn't punt after that. This is a team that dealt with finding out they wouldn't have their head coach right before the Penn State game, and they dealt with it. So, you know, when things don't go as planned, and they won't on, pass, in, on Monday in Pasadena, you know, they'll be ready to, to make the adjustment. They've proven they can do that. Doug Karsh, voice of Michigan football. Uh, J.J. McCarthy, I've kind of told everybody on air, off air, I I look at this game that Michigan finally has a defense, I think, that can hang with SEC defensive units, and they have a quarterback when he's on, and the play calling is there to match his strengths. Uh, J.J. showed it in Columbus 14 months ago, give or take, uh, that he can get it done in a big game setting. I think J.J. with a big game and Michigan controlling the edges, and they have a great chance to win. Great chance to win. And J.J. is a difference maker. And having him make plays with his feet will probably be a big part of the game plan. You know, he was banged up the last three games of the year, and the regular season started to get healthy against Iowa. And certainly having a month off is going to help. But yeah, I mean, J.J.'s got, he's got an incredible arm. His accuracy, his ability to make throws on the run, like he can really deliver it accurately on the run. 
Um, but he probably will have to make some plays on his feet for Michigan to to win this game. And you mentioned the play calling. I mean, Sharon Moore has done a great job, and this time, you know, he won't be distracted with anything else but his normal role as as offensive coordinator and, and offensive line coach. And you know, they're going to have to find a way to try and move the ball in this Bama defense. I mean, they're outstanding. They're two edge rushers. Uh, Braswell and Dallas Turner are exceptionally good. Their linebackers are big, and I've already talked about their secondary. So it's going to take it's going to take an A game plan and an A effort and A execution for Michigan to have success. Doug Karsh, thank you, my man. Enjoy that trip out west. Uh, it's going to be an epic one Monday with Alabama. All right, thanks, huge. All right, Doug Karsh checking in on the roast umber coffee guest line. Now, if you miss any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, or full shows, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show. How many of you would like to win Lomas Brown's Lions tricked-out golf cart courtesy of Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile in Rockford, Michigan's newest go-to Yamaha golf cart dealer? It's simple. Just text IMPACT, I-M-P-A-C-T, to 21000, and you'll be in the drawing next summer at the huge golf event at the Tullymore Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. And if you're looking for a Yamaha golf cart or a tricked-out golf cart for the club, neighborhood, business, lake house, Drew and the crew can do whatever you want done to your own custom golf cart. Stop out and see Drew and his team at Impact Power Sports, 14 Mile in Rockford, Michigan's Newest go-to Yamaha golf cart dealer. 24-7, everything you need is at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.